Welcome, everybody. We would like to start this episode by wishing one of our first and most loyal roadies a happy birthday, and that is my brother, Patrick Kolzicki. Happy birthday, Pat! This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. My name is Ryan. This is Mike. You can find us on the Twitter machine at Fantasy underscore Trucker and at Culls underscore Sports. Mike, are we calling it the Twitter machine? What are we, are we doing? The X? I... It's Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Good enough. We'll, we'll stick with the whole Twitter thing. Not sure what's going on there, but uh, we're back again, Mike. I, I think... I think we're live. We are live. <laughs> All right. Cracking open a Celsius, getting into it. Life is yeah, good, our man. Unofficial, official sponsor Celsius. Absolutely. Tropical vibe. There we go. Um, yeah, life's good. Um, uh, this is the official kickoff of draft season. I absolutely. Um, so that's exciting. We have, you know, handful of weeks here till the start of the season. What five weeks? I think uh, so. I'm not six, sure exactly five. the day the day count. Uh, but. I think it's like the eighth or something. So uh, you know, um, five and a half weeks until uh, until first game, which is exciting. I think this week Thursday is the Hall of Fame game. Is that right? Is it really? That yeah, made me. So. That made me very excited. I did not yeah. think about that. I completely forgot yeah. about the Hall of Fame game that it's right around the corner. So that's I think it's awesome. Thursday. Um, so football starting Thursday. Um, you know, we got a lot of camp hype, uh, but fantasy football drafts are going to be going here this next month. Um, so we're going to get you as prepared as possible for your drafts. Uh, reach out on the Twitter machine, as Ryan calls it. And uh, we want to help you. You know, we want to help you with any questions you might have. Um, Reach out if there's a draft position you want us to cover. So we can either do that in a mock or um, a Twitter thread, et cetera. So um, very exciting time of the year for us. Uh, The ball is rolling. It's time to lock in this next month and um, get ready for drafts. Let's win some leagues. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Um, So, without further ado, let's buckle up. All right, Mike, what are we getting into today? Redraft quarterback rankings. We're going to run through the full slate. Yep. Kind of get into it, hit some hot points, talk about some discrepancies. Um, You know, just really why we have them ranked the way we have them. Yeah, um, totally agree. Uh, Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, these rankings are our Bible for these drafts. Um, This is, you know, this is the order we stand by. We've dialed these in pretty well to, um, to where, you know, this is, this, this, our teams are being built. (laughs) Um, Yeah. a A lot of hard work comes in, a lot of research, a lot of, you know, pulling statistics or, reflecting on how you think certain teams are going to end up playing this year. So this is the Bible that we're going by for the next month. It'll constantly be changing. So don't take this specific episode 
Um, we will provide information on where we're going to post them. It'll probably be through like a shared Google Drive, um, shared Google document, Google Sheet that we put into a link tree. Um, and that way we can go in and make adjustments and you can view them live in real time. So, um, yeah, anything else to add, Ry? No, I think we should just get right into it. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of quarterbacks to cover here, you know, and, uh, you know, just yeah. want to preface um, anything that I mention as far as quarterback finish stats, anything like that is all in form of PPR. Uh, PPR is standard. It's my motto and uh, it's what I'm sticking with. And Mike, I mean, rankings are the rankings, right? Yeah, that's uh, that, that. This is our, uh, you know, this is this is a fantasy football analyst. Everything that's what they kind of structure all their drafts around. So, um, ready to get started here. I think the kind of the the um, approach that we're going to take is just do a very quick review. We've talked about a lot of these players in our dynasty rankings in depth. We'll get into it a little bit, but for the most part, I mean, it's just quick takes telling you how we feel this year, why they're there. Um, no need to get too deep into the stats. I know Ryan will be pulling some out, um, pulling out. I'll try to, I'll try to out, keep it brief. Yes, but um, I, there's no need. There's no need to be anything more than quick takes. There'll be a couple topics that we stop and talk about, but um, that's kind of how we're going to deliver it to you guys. So uh, I'll start off with my top five. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. Um, I Ryan's got Patrick Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, Fields, and Herbert. Um, we'll talk briefly about why I have Allen one, why he has Mahomes one. For me, Allen's Allen's the cheat code. Um, he was the original cheat code. He is. A little bit more focused this year, I think. Uh, he had some personal things come up at the end of last year. I don't really want to speak to that or spread those rumors of what happened there. But, um, but yeah, I think he's locked in. I think he got another weapon in Kincaid. Uh, James Cook is evolving. So that offense is going to take a step forward. I think you're going to see a healthy locked-in Allen this year. And when he is that case, he's QB1. Uh, so I think we're going to see it again uh, this season. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Allen is a beast. There was no argument there. But, yeah, I have Mahomes at number one overall. I mean, the people that bet on him to uh, not succeed last year because of the whole Tyreek thing, they got burned. He came out. He was the number one quarterback, threw for a career high of 5,200 yards, you know, led the league in touchdowns. In my opinion, he's the safest bet you can make at the position. So, yeah. Yeah, I, again, completely agree. Mahomes is my number one in Dynasty. I am one of the biggest Mahomes guys you'll find out there uh, from a talent arms perspective. So, um, you know, simply I think Allen has a huge bounce back year. That's why I have him as number one. Uh, and then number three is Hertz. Uh, you can talk about Hertz. I, I, don't, I don't have much to add there. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best teams in the league right now with the Eagles. MVP type season last year. Um, he was second in the league with, in touchdown interception ratio with 20 to four. Like he doesn't make mistakes with the football. You know, Eagles led the league in design runs for quarterbacks at 40%. Like he's just, he's a sure bet and uh, he sh he deserves to be in the top three. Yeah. I don't actually agree with him being a sure bet. I think he's really good and that's why I have him there, but 
out of the three we just mentioned, he's the least sure of a bet. And I think you could probably say that about my next three, Burrow, Lawrence, and Herbert, I think are all more sure bets just because their arms better. They're better true quarterbacks. Um, but Hertz obviously has the running aspect. He's got the team built around him, bringing in a couple new running weapons. Thing that I'm a little hesitant about is that I heard some rumors about him potentially um, not wanting to r- get as many rushing touchdowns, like kind of easing off, not taking hits in the goal line, that kind of thing. So that we'll see if that's true or if that uh, hurts his fantasy production. But to me, it's like I, I think this guy just loves the end zone. So um, I, I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Less wear and tear on the body. So it, it makes sense. Um, it's what I came into the offseason under the impression. But you have since swayed my opinion that that whole tush push move that they do is just they're going to keep doing it until it's it incredible. stops. Yeah, it, it yeah, really it's is. Incredible. So, yeah. yeah I, did, I, did, did you hear about uh, did you hear on the Kelsey podcast hear about them talking about it? or no? I think it was part of my take talked about uh, talked about it with Dallas Goddard. And it was just like he's like, yeah, I mean, no one can stop us. We could probably go down the entire field only doing that play <laughs> like because uh, Goddard's the one that comes in from behind and carries him, you know? Yeah. So. Um, so Ah, we'll see uh, if anyone's going to change out of my top five or move like around at all. I may bump hurts a little bit, um, but you know, Eagles are solid. They're going to be solid. Um, and then uh, my next guy here for at, at four is Joe Burrow, who I'd like to talk about. Um, obviously the injury, we know what the Bengals are. I don't need to elaborate on that. I am worried about this injury. Calves are a nagging injury that could last longer than we hope you use your calf so often that it can re-aggravate and it doesn't really have as much time to heal. So I am worried about Burrow. I mean, news could change him in my rankings. Uh, how far does he fall? I mean, I don't know, but uh, Lawrence and Herbert to me are nipping right at his heels. So that's something if he misses even a week could change, um, you know, Lawrence and Herbert could jump him. So that's where I am there. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I moved him down to six and he's outside my top five just because of the whole injury worry. I just think it's going to linger. And I think if he has a slow yeah. start to the season, I just I, I don't feel comfortable with him being in my top five. And I have Justin Fields and Justin Herbert above him. Uh, I'd feel much yep. more comfortable taking those guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, why don't you talk about your four? I know we're going to ha- we have a little this is probably our first like big gap and we actually feel relatively the same on fields yeah so go ahead and talk about him you're the chicago guy <laughs> yeah i appreciate that um yeah no it's you know with these top 10 we we feel great about these guys but it's emphasize your chicago accent though when you talk fields okay every well, bears look, player any bears player for the rest talk, of time talk, talk like the, the bears, chicago okay, it's add, be, okay add the accent all right you got it no problem so um yeah justin fields I mean, he he had the second most rushing touchdowns. I'm sorry, rushing yards by any quarterback in the entire quarterback. NFL history. Okay, in the entire. like 
And the okay, you know, you know, do the, do the accent. I'm not. You're gonna have to do the accent. I'm gonna stay on you about it. <laughs> the <laughs> accent is gonna. It's a soft Chicago. Chicago is not like a a hardcore Italian. It's a Chicago. Chicago. Like, I need a hot dog with, with a sandwich, and you know, it is what it is. So if you go um, back to your fantasy football analyst Ryan voice, and not like your Chicago like. <laughs> Slinging it on the on the on, on the, the fucking set, streets on the of Chicago, set. huh? Yeah, yeah. The movie sets. Okay, no, fair so enough. Let's restart. Here we go. Yeah, no. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. How do you feel about Justin Fields, right? I, I, I want I want him on every team of my fantasy teams this year. The guy's a beast. You know, he he was he was a monster on the ground last year. I think he's going to take enough steps this year in the air to really really excel and to be that top guy. He finished at quarterback seven last year. I think with a little bit more of an oomph in the passing arm, you know, being the top five. So that's why I got him at four, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, uh, <laughs> I think he's in a great spot to, to, to uh, have an, a career year. I mean, he's got some weapons around him now and another year in an offense and learning that they've unleashed the legs. We saw that last year, but to be honest, like he was a pretty high level passer when they drafted him. So um, I think he does have the arm and he'll surprise some people with his arm. Um, I saw his, his over under was like 2,800 yards. Yeah. That was uh, a little prop, prop. I, I would, I would hammer that. Yeah. Uh, he said he already came out and said he wants 4,000. So you have 1200 yards of wiggle room there, but to me fields is going to be awesome. I'm hesitant to put him in my top five. I'm not as much of a biased Homer as you, but I do think that he is a legit, NFL quarterback. And I've said that all along. Um, I was a little concerned last year after that slow start, but you know, you saw him get, get unleashed. So I, I'm excited to see him this year. He's going to be awesome. I just yeah. have Lawrence Herbert at my five, six, both of them are maybe some of the best quarterback arms and smarts in the league. And I think both of those offenses are going to take a massive step. You have Calvin Ridley, um, Herbert was the, everything went wrong for them on the injury front in, in the offense. Then you have Lamar Jackson, who, you know, seems to finally have some stability in that offense. You got a guy coming in that's going to have, try to unlock his arm, just like Fields was this year. And just because they've been there together longer, I have Jackson over Fields, but I, you know, I, it's hard for me to say anything bad about Fields. I, I'm, it's solely the fact that like these guys have done it. Uh, I think Lawrence and Herbert are more sure things. And then I have Deshaun Watson at seven. Um, so we, we can talk about him in a little bit, but I just wanted to explain why Fields is, you know, at nine instead of four like you. Yeah. No, I mean he's he's one of the riskier picks of this top ten, so you know you have to put that into account. But if if he ends up hitting, man, I want to I want to be on that side of things. So that's why I kind of met for. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, talk about uh, I just mentioned I, I had Lawrence and and Herbert at five six, and I gave my little take on both of them. Tell me why you have Herbert at five. Tell me why you have Lawrence there at uh, at eight. Yeah, Herbert's just got this cannon, man. Like, I just watching him um, play with these Chargers, it, the reason why it didn't go well last year is they just had an injury-riddled season. I think, um, what was it? Um, the offensive lineman, like Slater. 
Yeah. No, absolutely. There was a, there was something else. Um, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams Keenan only played four Mike healthy Williams. games together. Like that was it. Yeah. Four games where they were both on the field. So that's going to hurt any quarterback. They got a new, they got a new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore coming in. I just think the chargers are on the it's up. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be awesome. And, and, and when you said like, Herbert's got an awesome arm. He has everything, anything that you could ask for yeah. in a quarterback. He has, yeah. uh, his tough. I mean, dude, he's tough. He takes hit. Remember last season when he played with those ribs, was that last season? Yeah. Fractured rib like cartilage. Suffered it in week out two. with his ribs. Like he's, he's got that toughness that we saw in like a Ben big Ben and he's just so smart and so good. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean them adding that weapon to Quentin Johnston, I think is going to be who huge. I think is going to be beast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I had him. I mean, I've, I I like to look at my rookie rankings. Uh, go back and look. Actually, I can pull them up right here. But I had Quentin Johnston. Yeah, right behind JSN. Up. Yeah, right behind JSN is my top dog uh, from wide receiver standpoint, just because of Herbert, and then he's like and more athletic explosive Mike Williams in my mind. Yeah. I mean, uh, we even saw what Herbert was doing with like Jalen Guyton. Like, you know, he gets these guys involved. So you get someone as talented as Quentin Johnson, man, being the third wide receiver yeah. over there, Justin Herbert's in, in line for a big, big season. I'm dra- I'm grabbing yeah, him. I love drafting him in the fifth round right around that range. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's talk to Sh- Deshaun Watson. He's seven. I have met seven. You have met nine. Um, I have him before Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and quite honestly, I might change that. Um, yeah. But I am high on Watson. I think that that offense is going to be great, and I think he is great. Uh, his last few healthy seasons, he was a top five quarterback. Uh, are we going to see top five? Certainly, that's his ceiling. Um, I think he's going to take a massive step forward. Knocked off the rust last year. Some of that distraction's gone. Nick Chubb's in his prime. Amari Cooper is probably out of his prime, but he's still such a shark. Um, and then you have uh, Eli Moore and Joku, physical prime. Eli Moore is coming back to make a statement, and it seems like those two developed the chemistry. So that offense is going to be good. Um, and I can see them, you know, being winning the division or getting fourth or third or fourth third place even fourth honestly um yeah so they have a they, they have a widespread there but um to me i'm betting on that offense to uh succeed yeah i mean if, absolutely i'm betting on them as well deshaun watson out of the six seasons he's been in the nfl he's had three full seasons and in those three full seasons he's been a top five quarterback so yeah and honestly these Cleveland Browns are probably a better, I would say better the team overall than what he had with the Texans. So, you know, better oh, weapons. Sure. Not so even close. Yeah. So if that's the case and Watson obviously struggled at the end of last year, but you know, now that he's shaking it off reports out of camp is looking like he's just a whole different person out there. So yeah, I, I'm definitely willing to take Deshaun Watson as a QB one. Awesome. Um, rounding out my top 10 is Daniel Jones. Uh, let's move there first before we go to your your top 10 in Tua. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Daniel Jones. They signed Barkley. They got Waller. He should take a step forward from an already awesome season. Uh, you heard in the offseason that they weren't that they were going to keep the designed runs that they had um, with Jones. So uh, I think, you know, 
nothing really has changed in that offense except good things. He doesn't necessarily have the wide receivers quite yet, but they're going to figure that out. The offense is getting better, so he's in my top 10. I love Danny Dimes. Yeah, I mean, just the fact Josh that Allen they, 2.0. Or <laughs> baby yeah, Danny, Josh Allen. Danny Dallas. Um, Danny yeah, Dimes is, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's uh, the fact that they signed Saquon and they got that situation fil- figured out is just really bodes well for Daniel Jones. Like, uh, he finished as quarterback nine last year, uh, top five rushing quarterback with over 700 yards. Like, he's just, he's a dog out there. And now they signed um, who I think is going to be their, his best target is uh, Darren Waller. So, um, yeah, the wide receiver room is shaky, but I don't think you need a great wide receiver room for him to have a top 10 season again, you know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good last year, and he didn't have Waller. So, yeah, there um, you go. Takes a step forward. Yeah. Um, and but then um, talk to us about Tua in your top 10. Yeah, with Tua, uh, you know, talk about another risky pick. Um, I'm banking on Tua having a fully healthy season. And last year, when we saw him on that run, man, he was just elite. Um, top five in tight end, or I'm sorry, top five in touchdown to intercept ratio, uh, top 10 in target percentage. Uh, number two in average depth of target. Like this guy is just slinging the ball out there. He's got the best wide receiver duo in the game. Um, you know, that that offense was just high powered. So I think they're going to pick up kind of where they left off before that injury. And Tua, I mean, talk about getting a quarterback one late. I'm taking that bet. Yeah. Um, I like Tua. I have nothing bad to say about him. His injuries do worry me just because they were the brain. Um, that being said, like I have him as my 12th. Um, I, he's got the offense. They're willing to, you know, invest in more speed for him. He's one of the better, uh, passers over the middle. He's extremely accurate and he's got the weapons. So, um, you know, we saw his ceiling was top, literally number one. Um, if Tyreek and Waddle are healthy in, in that offense, then he's going to have a great season. You just need them all to be healthy. Um, yeah. So the only person I have in front of him is Dak Prescott at 11. I'm huge on Dak. You also have him at 11. I think Dak – I just think the Cowboys are going to have a good year. I, I shouldn't say I'm huge on Dak. Like He's a very good fantasy quarterback because he can get 5,000 yards. He just throws the ball so much. Since yeah. that ankle injury, he doesn't really run it as much. So he's going to be slinging it. You have CeeDee Lamb. You have brought in Brandon Cooks, um, Gallup, of course, and then Pollard, who's just lightning fast. Um, so they have like an offense that they are able to move very fast with. I think CeeDee Lamb, he's my wide receiver three. I think he has a massive year, and I think Dak's quarterback play um, you know, has a lot has a lot to stand for that yeah we i i mean i i think we're high on Dak prescott but we're we're also lower than where he's being drafted like he's being drafted yeah. as the 10th quarterback pretty much off the board off the board so um yeah, yeah i mean you know i i'm kind of wrestling with the idea that you know Dak is kind of risky as well um mike mccarthy's taken over play calling now that Callen moore is gone and I don't know if you know this, but Dak set a NFL record last year for someone who's missed five games, still tied the league high with interceptions at 15. Like that was his big knock last year. He was inefficient. 
made mistakes with the football, but he says he's focusing on limiting turnovers this year. There's no way he has over 10. Like he's really trying to dial it in. So I, I do like Dak Prescott, but there is some risk in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just thinking that the Cowboys are going to have a good year. I think they might even win that division. Uh, you know, the only reason I say that is because are the Eagles going to have as amazing of a season as they had last season? I think so. Well, we're going to find out, but it's hard to do that. I mean, it's hard to be that dominant. The NFL, the 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 gap in between talent is so thin, um, so it's really hard to be that dominant. But anyways, um, yeah, so before we move on, since we've kind of gone through these top 11, I, what are you thinking for redraft strategy? Like, I think I want one of these top seven guys. Granted, like if you if someone falls to you that you're just in love with, and you could probably punt to a, you know, to the Tua Tua, <laughs> to Tua Tua Jones or Dak, and be just fine. But yeah, how elite these guys are at the top now. It's like I feel comfortable grabbing um, one of your top tier guys. It's just like I think fantasy football landscape has changed to where those guys are so valuable now i think i'm going relatively top heavy quarterback as opposed to in the past i always just kicked punted quarterback and i knew i was going to get a guy late that was going to be good yeah yeah absolutely um it's not so much as uh like it has been in the past like you mentioned the late round quarterback was always the trend but now I'm definitely adopting that early stud quarterback. My favorite spot to draft a quarterback right now is that round five range with the um, Herbert, Lawrence, and Fields. I think yeah. you get great value right around that five, six round. Um, but if I miss out on those, and I'm not reaching for them, but if I miss out on those, I'm totally fine getting a Deshaun um, or, or Tua as my quarterback one. But I would then take another quarterback pretty early on uh, in the back half of the draft to uh, hedge my bet, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think I'm trying to go for one of those top guys. We'll see once mocks come out. Uh, we've been doing a lot of underdog best ball, but that's obviously different. Uh, I'm going to get more redraft brained here soon, but I, I could see <laughs> myself getting, getting one of these top seven guys in basically every draft. Uh, but anyways, it looks like we're both. I mean, I consider us high on Rogers. I think, ADP wise, it has them at 13.2 and I have them at 13, you have them at 14. So I guess we're mm. pretty much close there with ADP. Um, but anyways, Rogers, talk to me about Rogers. Um, you know, uh, what do you have? What do you think for this Jets team? Are they going to get Dalvin? What's Rogers play going to be like? Yeah, I think I guess I think more so is Garrett Wilson going to be healthy? Is this ankle something to worry about? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. I, we got to talk to Dr. Jesse Morse again, maybe, and uh, get a little insight on this uh, ankle injury. But I, you know, I'm tempering expectations for Rodgers. I just think the team's going to be so efficient. I think the defense is going to be so good that um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I he's going to be great. They have a tough schedule for quarterbacks. Like their 24th um, toughest uh, schedule for quarterbacks. So. I, I don't know. I, it's tough because uh, he is, is a. What is that like? That's like some bullshit projection that analysts make. Based, that 
the strength it's of schedule, hard. strength of schedule. They take uh, previous the previous year based on the defenses and how they um, limited yeah. quarterbacks. So they take that so and twenty fourth. 24th hardest on quarterback for a bunch of defenses that we've never seen play this year. Got it. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, I yeah. mean, <laughs> sure, sure, Mike. However you want to put it in your dumb brain that that makes sense for you. But everybody I mean, else just everybody else goes of off it. of a strength of schedule metric that uh, is used uh, last for most years, most for leagues. Not, okay, yeah, that yeah, makes projected. Sense. Um, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, it. That, that makes sense. So <laughs> I have Rodgers at 13. Also, um, yeah or I have him at 13. I like, I just think that offense is like, they brought him in to win a Super Bowl, and they're going to add the weapons, potentially Dalvin cook here. We'll find out this week. Wilson is like, talk about like an avatar wide receiver. That's what he is for me. He's probably the most pure talented wide receiver. Um, when it comes to like speed range, catching ability, for the future, like in this next generation of wide receivers. Um, so I don't know. I don't think Rogers is done. I think a lot of him having that drop off, it looked like in talent was because he didn't love his situation. You know what I mean? Like he didn't love how things ended with the Packers. I think there was some tension there. I think it was just like, you know, well, eh. he didn't have the best weapons too after Devonte left. You know, like he just, that's what I mean. He, yeah. he wasn't happy with that they didn't add weapons around him. That he's like, listen, I only have a few years left. Like, let's try to win a Super Bowl, or I need to go somewhere that will. So I think you're going to see a Rodgers that comes out and balls out. Um, he's a guy that I would be another guy had thrown that Jones Prescott to a, like I would be totally fine waiting on quarterback and going Rogers. Cause he's only a couple of years away from an MVP season and he's still that good. So we'll, yeah. we'll find out. Um, cousins there at 14, you have him at 13. I, I don't have anything to really say about cousins. So you can, uh, give a quick take there and we'll move on. Yeah, I mean, Cousins is uh, pretty safe, in my opinion. Uh, finished as the quarterback six last year. Uh, eight consecutive seasons which uh, with at least 3,500 and 25 touchdowns. Like, he's just a beast. Throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson. They added another weapon with Jordan Addison. Um, you know, he's got – he's just a great uh, pass-friendly, uh, pass-first kind of offense. So, I, I'm willing to take uh, Kirk Cousins late in drafts as my QB1. You think he's? Do you think he's there next year? Um, I do. I think Kirk Cousins signs another contract next year. Um, you know, I. So I, do you I think just, they're going to win the division then? No, I don't think they win. I don't think they need to for them to sign him to another contract. So they're just going to continue to be mediocre, and they'll until they until they find a better option at quarterback. Yeah, because I don't think the guy yeah. that they have they have behind him. Uh, is going to be good enough. I don't think he's going to show enough, and I think Kirk Cousins is going to be the best option they have at quarterback unless they draft a young guy, at which Kirk Cousins is still going to be around next year. So That's so sad. Um, but, yeah, I probably agree, even though it's like he's – I don't think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl on that team. So let's just continue to be mediocre. But <laughs> – yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. It, anyways, I don't need to talk about him. He's Kirk Cousins is what he is. We saw 
you know, he's a solid fantasy quarterback. Um, you can say what you want about him winning games in the playoffs, but that's not really why we're here. Uh, I could see them moving on from him if they don't win the division and maybe squeak into the playoffs. If they miss the playoffs, he's gone. I mean, what's the point? Why are you going to run it back with someone who just you're just going to you're going to go rebuild missed, and just missed the pl- you missed the playoffs in the worst division in fo- in a t- bottom tier division in football? Why would you pay him a, a crazy amount of money to just be mediocre again? Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just think he's going to give them the best option to, to win the division. Be mediocre, yeah. Ultimately, be mediocre. But if he doesn't the win the division this year, uh, here's a bold prediction: If okay. Kirk Cousins does not win the division this year, then he is not going to get a contract next year. I disagree. Like that would be asinine to do it. But um, Russell Wilson is who I have at 15. I have him there because I think he takes a step forward. Uh, you bring in Peyton. Um, I think Judy's going to be awesome this year. I think Dulcich is going to be awesome this year. But between Russell Wilson and, and, and Sean Payton, they're proven winners. So I think you're going to see them take a at least a rebound from last year. I don't know. I could certainly see them in the playoff picture, so that would be exciting for them. But um, huge step forward this year, both winners between him and Payton. That's kind of why I have him there. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're, we have him higher than ADP right now. We're just banking on him to have some positive regression. You know, um, he has a very friendly schedule for quarterbacks. And, you know, with uh, with Sean Payton, it's just I, I'm banking on that working out in their favor. Yeah. Um, talk about golf. You have met 15. I have met 17. Same kind of range. But go ahead yeah. and talk about golf. Yeah, golf is kind of on the fringe for me as to like a, a bottom of the tier of comfortable quarterback ones. Like, I'm not comfortable with golf, but I'm sure I can scrape by and make the playoffs in most fantasy leagues. He finished as quarterback 10 last year, took a huge step from year one to year two in Detroit. Like, you know, uh, Laporta, they bring in uh, Jameer Gibbs. Like, they bring in more weapons in the passing game. So I think he has a very similar season than he had last year. Yeah, I would not be comfortable with him as a QB one. Um, I think there's such a difference between uh, his points per game at home and his points per game away. So yeah, you would have to have point. a pretty solid backup there. I, I had him. I, I mean, I I rostered <laughs> him rode that, in a dynasty league. Um, well, I, luckily I have Kirk Cousins, so he's my QB too. But um, I have Goff and I kind of caught on to that trend so I, I was able to hit more than miss with him but like dude you don't want to you can't trust the guy that's going to put up single digits and then have a 30 point game you know what i mean I, I i think that's why i like to go for the for a top tier quarterback this year because you're going to get those 30 plus games and you're never going to really get a, a goose egg from your starting quarterback. So um, I do like golf. I think that offense is going to be fun, score a lot of points, got a lot of weapons, but as my QB one, no thanks. Russell, even as a QB one, no thanks. Probably cousins and up for me is where it, where, where that, where that stops. So 
yeah, that's, call that a tear break, if you will. Yeah, that's fine. My tear break is at Goff. I just think, I mean, he threw for over 4,400 yards last year. I know this awesome. splits. Huh? He was awesome. He was awesome. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, they have one of the best offensive um, lines in football. I think he led the league in touchdown to interception ratio. Like, he just, he didn't make a lot of mistakes. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I completely understand where you're coming from. He's not someone I'm super comfortable with, but if I completely punted the position and I yeah. get screwed, I'm, I'm somewhat okay going into the season. I'll make some moves yeah. when I need to. Well, so before we move on from Goff, what is his, what is his uh, strength of schedule? Strength versus quarterbacks. Seventh. He has a seventh easy Whoa. schedule for quarterbacks this season. Lock him in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, these are, these are the types of things. Now, when you're looking at strength of schedule, I mean, just think about the division too. It's the NFC North. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, a lot of these players, their strength of schedule has to do with those six games in the season where they're facing their division. So, um, yeah, he has a favorable favorable schedule for quarterbacks. So, perfect segue. I have Jordan Love at 16. Um, his ADP is 23 and a half. Mm. And Fantasy Trucker has him at 23. So, I'm clearly very high on um, Love this year. And I wanted to say that, like, I just think he's a very good quarterback. Um, yeah, he's waited and been patient behind Rodgers. I think that only adds value for him. Um, we saw him come in a little bit last year, and I, th- I, I was impressed with the way that he looked. Yeah, um, the wide receiver room is going to get is maturing uh, in Dobbs and Watson. They have a full year under their belt. Bring in Jaden Reed, safety blanket. You have. Aaron Jones to kind of lean on and then a couple young rookies that they're excited about at tight end. So this is a young offense. that's going to grow together. They're projected to come in last place in the division in the NFC North. However, I think that they're going to win the division. Um, they have a great defense and I think Jordan love is a lot better than everyone else thinks. So um, if I'm, you know, after the season, if I'm, you know, holding that bag where, oh, well, he was relatively average or they don't come out and wow people. But I think that love is going to be a lot better than people think. So I'm willing to plant my flag on him. And uh, if you you like him that much, you're going to love this. His strength of schedule, he has the easiest schedule. Oh, whammy. So. I uh, figured you enjoy that, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he could be in line for breakout season. So I, you know, uh, for a quarterback two or in two quarterback leagues, I'm willing to take a chance on him and, uh, he could return some serious value on, on where you draft him. Yeah. He's going to be my like sleeper. Um, you'll, you'll see him on in a sleeper article. I'll be riding him pretty tough. So, um, yeah, I have Jared Goff at 17. I have Bryce young at 18, uh, you have met 17. So that's kind of interesting to me because I think just like if I would have guessed, I feel like I'm higher on Bryce Young than you are. But yeah, um, you're not you're not necessarily low on him. I just think he's a genius. Um, so <laughs> tell me uh, tell me about Bryce, why you like him. Yeah, I mean, it, what's not to like about him coming out of college? I mean, he was the number one recruit for a reason. Uh, durability is the main concern, but. I think with what we've seen in Kyler, what was it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, But it is the knock on him, uh, you know, but I just, 
I, I think he'll be great, man. He had in college on 950 attempts, only 12 interceptions. Like yeah, he, he's he's a genius. Uh, when I yeah. said he's a genius, I mean his IQ is extremely high. His his feel for the game, the way he reads and sees, he he is a genius quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. His brain is his strongest strength, and he has the talent to back it up. He doesn't physically. He's not you know six five. Um, he's not Anthony Richardson physically, but how much smarter he is than Richardson is insane. Like yeah, he, and he is. He's an elite level NFL brain. Um, yeah. And you saw it at Alabama. He would make those like Mahomes type plays where he'd scramble out of the pocket and find someone in space. Like, Yeah, I was just going to mention that he when he goes out into space, he doesn't look to run the ball. He looks to make a play with his arm. And that's just yeah. so it seems like it's going to translate so well in the NFL based on what Mahomes has been doing. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think Bryce is going to have a great I think he's going to be the best rookie quarterback out of uh this 100%. 100%. I, I'm so excited for him. He, he, I, I want to see them build weapons around him. I think Chark will have a good year. Uh, Thielen, we'll see physically how, you know, how, how up to speed he still is. But um, I want to see weapons come around him because I'm not a really huge on any of them. But yeah. Um, anyways, then uh talk i guess our next big talking point is geno smith and anthony (laughs) richardson you have smith at 18 richardson 19 i have smith at 25 and richardson at 26 yeah Uh, so tell me give me your take there and i'll i'll kind of back it up yeah i'll start with geno um you know it's no secret as to what he was able to accomplish last year was pretty remarkable quarterback five threw for over 4200 yards and 30 touchdowns uh, led the league in completion percentage, fourth in touchdown passes. Like the guy played out of his mind last year. And what the Seahawks did was they just got him more weapons. So to me, you know, I have him ranked not where he finished because I don't think he's going to repeat what he did last year. There's going to be some regression. That's that's a given. But I I still think he deserves to, to be in that conversation of top 20 um, quarterbacks and uh, I just I can't wait to see if he can repeat anywhere near what he did last year. And I think yeah. uh, with with the team around him, that he's capable of doing it. Yeah, Gino for me, like I have him laughably low because I think he's laughably bad. Um, <laughs> That's a good he, way to put it. <laughs> he he's he. I mean, he had an incredible year. Uh, I think it's an anomaly. Uh, to be completely honest, like I don't know that he's going to be a their quarterback. I, I don't buy him being their quarterback for. I want to say not like he's not even going to last this entire year, but they probably give him a year because of how good he was last year. Uh, well, I think but this they, off season they're going to be looking for a new guy. They extended him for three years. Right. And I'm saying they're going to like see this year that he's dog shit. And then they're going to be like, yeah, maybe we should start looking at another guy. Yeah. Um, well, so, they, he does not have a favorable schedule for quarterbacks. It's a oh, here's five. a bold prediction. I have Geno Smith leading the NFL in interceptions. <laughs> okay. Bold prediction. Spicy. Which I don't know. I'll ha- I would I would have to look at the odds um, to see if he's even in the top five, and if he is, then I would stand by that. But mm-hmm. if he if they think he's just not going to really sling it, 
then that could change things. But if he's in the top five in terms of odds with Vegas, I would say bold prediction, Geno Smith leads the NFL in, in picks. Yeah, I mean, he, last year he was top of the league at throwing deep. 60% of his on-targets uh, rate was 20 yards or deeper. So he's like, you know, you're going you're gonna to see some regression there. And in Mike's case, he's expecting a lot of regression because he, I mean, to lead the league in deep ball accuracy to go to uh, most interceptions in the league is quite the jump. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Richardson... Richardson, honestly, I probably need to move down after recent uh, uh, recent articles yeah. came out. Uh, I know, Mike, you're going to mention that. But, you know, if he does end up starting the majority of the season, you know, he's the type of guy that is athletic enough to really be a league beater. So if he ends up somehow putting it all together, the, the odds are low, obviously. I, I don't have him... I think he's my 20th right now or 19th. I could probably bring him down to the mid twenties realistically when I go to look at it again, but I, I don't know. I, he just seems like he's capable of doing it. I know you, uh, you disagree. You, you don't like the guy. Yeah. I just think he sucks and he's potentially not going to start. Uh, the article said week 10. I think that's insane. I think like week six would probably be reasonable. <laughs> But even if he's out yeah. weeks and he's, he doesn't play until week six, like I just don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. You hear everything about his his talent and how he's going to you know work his ass off uh, or his athletic ability and that he's going to yeah. work his ass off. But I just don't think he – I think he's going to crumble when he sees how fast the game is in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he To me, he had – flashes in the college but he couldn't really do anything in the sec so what makes you think he's going to come in and blow up the nfl cam newton was this guy at one point and cam newton fucking dominated the sec he <laughs> dominated oregon like he he was he established himself as the best player by far i mean i i saw him play lsu when i was there and he just like you knew that they were like he was the best player. He fucking dragged Patrick Peterson like twenty <laughs> yards for a touchdown on a run. Like he was so much better than everyone. And Richardson wasn't. He's just was never I don't even know if they were like if they were if they were above five hundred under Richardson. Yeah. So yeah, it was bad. To me, he's just not a good quarterback. Um yeah, he's an athlete, but like that doesn't in order to be a good quarterback in the NFL, you have to be a good quarterback. Um, so yeah. that's my stance on him. I, I, I think he's trash. No, I, and I, you know, I, I would agree with you more than I would disagree with you. Like, I, I think he is still capable of putting it together in the NFL. So I'm still holding on a glimmer of hope. But I mean, chances are you're probably right. And that's just the fact yeah. of it. He just didn't show enough in college. And I, this team is not good. You know, I could see them, even if he doesn't start the first five weeks and they don't win a single game those first five weeks, like they're when he comes in, not much is going to change. So, yeah, uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, I have him at 19. You have him at 22. Um, I'm not going to say much because we know what he is and we know what that offense is with him. So can he? be healthy is the question and i can't answer that for you so i have been 19 <laughs> saying that um you know I, I like stafford and i think cup is awesome so 
uh, Akers should take a step forward, but it's all about his health. That's all I got to say there. Yeah, he's a risky pick. Spinal contusion, those spinal injuries are nothing to mess around with. So, um, yeah, I mean, the team's just not – doesn't seem to look very be looking very good. Like, their offensive line is terrible, and Stafford is not a mobile guy. He's a statue back there. So that's usually not a recipe for success. Yeah, you took that right out of Dr. Jesse Morris's mouth. Yeah, he used a different verbiage. Uh, on, <laughs> no, I think on, he said on, exactly that he was a statue. Towards the end of his what he was saying, yes, but the original, um, he used a term for it. I don't know what the exact term statue. he used. No, the statue was the in layman's terms. He's a statue, but I we got to go back and listen because I'd like yeah. to exactly yeah, find we'll out the term that. he used. Yeah, we'll clip that. Um, so that's funny. Um, yeah, I totally agree, though. Uh, Derek Carr, I'm at 20, you I'm at 21. I mean, like... We'll see what he is. Um, <laughs> Saints are a good football team, and he's going to have a chance to win the division. So because of that, uh, I do like Carr. I think he's got some opportunity. Um, he's a veteran quarterback that can step into a situation like that and succeed. That being said, like he's not the greatest arm. He's a good game manager. He'll have some big games. But, um, yeah, uh, top 20. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. Being drafted at you know on average twenty two point eight quarterbacks, so uh, they do have a you know a based on the strength of schedule metric, it's top three of uh, easiest schedule for quarterbacks. So that's take it as you will. But uh, he throws for over four thousand yards in four of the last five seasons. Like he still slings the ball. He's probably got a chip on his shoulder based on how last season ended. So you know, it, but I agree with you. It's uh, he's not a sexy pick at at no. all. No, I got Kenny Pickett, who is a sexy pick. <laughs> sexy um, Pickett. I, <laughs> sexy Pickett. I got him at, at 21 as ADP's 21.6. Um, I, I like Pickett a lot more than others. I mean, I know how you feel about um, – you have Matt 25, so you're a little bit lower. I know how you feel about Matt Canada. Um, I just think that Pickett has an arm, and he is a franchise quarterback, and he has good chemistry with Pickens. Um, Deontay Johnson, we've seen what he's done. So, you know, Fryermuth, sure-handed, uh, tight end. Uh, they're going to be pretty good, I think. Um, I may even probably have to change. I know we did our conference review, um, and I had them at like 6 and 11. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to win a couple more games than that. Uh, yeah. They're gonna have. They're gonna get some tough wins in in the division. You know what I mean? They're just the Steelers. That's what they do. Yeah. So um, I think Pickett's gonna be good. Uh, I don't know what else to say there. Yeah, I mean, I'm still. I think it'll be another year before Pickett really takes those strides uh, for him to be good. He threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. Like yeah. you know, he got better as the year went on, throwing only one pick in the final eight games. So it's he's making progress. But they had the second worst um, yards per attempt in the league. Terrible offense, and his weapons didn't help much. I mean, they had they had a league yeah. low of four yards after the catch. So when your team isn't doing more after they catch the ball, it's going to affect your numbers. So, but I, yeah. I agree with you. He's promising. He's got he has a lot of potential in, the, in the, with that offense. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to just rattle off my 22 through 30. I I don't need to talk about a lot of these guys. So CJ Stroud, 22, Tannehill, 23, Garoppolo, 24, 
Gino and Richardson at 25 and 26, Mac Jones, Desmond Ritter, Howell, and Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, yeah, I don't know if you want to spend some time anywhere. Um, but I just, uh, I'm going to just kind of list mine off and, and, and throw it over to you. Yeah, no, this bottom tier, man, it's, it's pretty, they're all pretty much interchangeable to me. A couple guys have more, uh, more promise and more hope than others, but yeah, 22 to 30, I got Stafford, Jordan Love, CJ Stroud, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Desmond Ritter, Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if you feel very strongly about one of those guys, Go yeah. ahead and grab them like late and maybe stash them if you have a big bench or mm-hmm. if you're in a keeper league, go ahead and get them. I mean, I know last year I felt extremely strong about about Trevor Lawrence and uh, we took him in the last round uh, at, in a keeper league. Um, so if you kind of have that type of feel about someone, go ahead and do it. I think Stroud would probably be my guy there. Um mm-hmm because I'm not very high on Howell or Ritter, and I think I know what you got in Garoppolo, Tannehill, Mac Jones, Mayfield, uh, Gino. So that's kind of how I feel. Um, I, I'm ready to wrap these up. I mean, I want to say why yeah. I don't have uh, why I don't have Trey Lance and Purdy in my rankings is because I want to see that play out. Um, I was previously very strong about how I felt here. Um, Trey Lance is going to win the job. He's going to take off and be the guy that, you know, he, he's, they, they intended him to be drafting him third overall. Yeah. I think it's my mindset's my confidence level has changed a little bit just because I think like the Niners might be pretty stubborn in this Purdy thing. Um, so Lance may not win this job out of camp. He may have to see Brock Purdy fail first. Yeah, which definitely I a possibility. Think, which I think he will because I think he's he's also dog shit. Um, I think he's a great game manager, but I don't think his arm's impressive. Uh, I don't know if they're going to look for him to make throws. And quite frankly, the Niners could probably win games without him, you know, making incredible deep throws. But yeah. um I don't understand why you got rid of Jimmy G if that's what you're not looking for. So it's kind of yeah. weird to me, but um, that's why I don't have either of them ranked. I still think Lance is, you know, their best shot at finding that guy who can take them further than Jimmy G could. Uh, Cause to me, Brock Purdy is not. So whether he comes, he, if he's a starter week one, he's going to lose the job. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, the, the games that he won last year were from, you know, not so good defenses. So, you know, will he do it again this year? Will he win the games that um, against, you know, outside of the top 10 defenses? Sure. But I, I do think he, he'll he'll make some mistakes somewhere down the road and really uh, screw things up, screw the pooch, uh, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, you're going to have to buckle up and find out. <laughs> I love it. All right, everybody stay tuned for the rest of the week. we got some big shows lined up, so... Like Mike said, everybody buckle up. 